Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Time now for the College Football Inquirer with Dan Wetzel. It's amazing. They went 40 years without winning a national championship and now everybody's chasing them and it doesn't look like they're going anywhere and and yeah maybe alabama still got one more run in them kirby smart isn't 70 years old si's ross gillinger i sure hope we're gonna get a little splashes of parody i, I say that after what a couple hours after uh, uh after not only 65 to 7 but a fourth straight SEC national champion. And SI's Pat Forty. They are set up for the 2020s and beyond, frankly. So, I mean, unless Kirby Smart loses interest or wants to try the NFL, look out, everybody. Here's Pat, Russ, and Dan. Ah, right, welcome to the pod. The ass kicking is over. <laughs> Georgia Bulldogs 65, TCU 7. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> Fun season, bad ending. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, very good. That's a See, good I'm way to put it. I'm positive. Mr. Yeah. Positivity over that's here. That's right. A good <laughs> yeah, spin on yeah, it. That's right. True. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. After midnight, it's 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Poor producer Sean. I've got a natty light for the natty championship. <laughs> Pat's got a Sierra Nevada. I got a I'm, Ross has got a Sierra Nevada and, and yeah. a triple makers, makers. triple makers in a uh, Sierra Nevada. So there you go. It's yeah. that kind of night. Ross <laughs> is the MVP of the pod tonight. <laughs> We're in the bowels of the LAX Marriott. It's glamorous. Yeah. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. It yeah. rained. Got soaked completely going to the bus. Rain and wind in LA. How about that? In yep. the SoFi Stadium. Uh, Thankfully, they put a roof on it, but what they forgot to do is put side <laughs> doors. There's no side doors. No walls. Uh, no side walls, no side doors, no side anything. So the rain and wind uh, swept on in. But So, Georgia's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the analysis people come to the pod right. for. Yeah, right I don't no really flash. know what to tell you. So, I, okay, so it was like the first series – Duggan missed that wide. He had somebody wide open. Uh, I think the running back missed him. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. I did think TCU's offensive line wasn't too bad early. Right. That was giving me some hope that we would get a game. That didn't happen. Uh, they couldn't stop him. You want to know how ridiculous this game was? At the end of Kirby Smart's press conference, 
he thanked his scout team. <laughs> and he said, we made the scout team learn the, the TCU defense. And we said, we're going to play it better than them. <laughs> and then when we prepare, they were prepared to, uh, they were perfectly prepared because they were going against a better version of the TCU defense in practice. And knowing the athletes that are on that, that scout team, it's quite possible that he's, he's accurate there. Yeah. Yeah. The scout team could beat TCU. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the way George's offense rolled, then I think it's absolutely possible that their backup defense is better than TCU's first team defense. I mean, Georgia scored their first six possessions, I believe, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think only they opened the second half with a three and out. Yeah. And the TCU yeah. fans roared their approval uh, in the end zone <laughs> yeah. because I was down there with them and and they they were, uh, well, they were, you know, they were pretty impaired by that point. Uh, there was a lot of double fisting of 16 ounce uh, Bud Lights. And uh, yeah, as soon as they got their first stop of the game, which didn't happen until a few minutes into the third quarter, they, they gave a big. Um, a loud, uh, thunderous uh, roar for their for their defense. It didn't get any better, though. Yeah, that put it, this game was so out of hand so fast that Ross spent a lot of the second half just walking around, like trying to gauge the misery of the yeah. TCU fans. <laughs> yeah, I spent, getting rained on yeah. inside and yeah. getting crushed on the field. Spent, mo spent the probably the most of halftime and most of the third quarter walking around the stadium, seeing TCU fans went and dropped in on. Uh, Brock Bowers' family as well. But, uh, yeah, there were some wet, cold, miserable TCU fans. Brock Bowers is good. <laughs> Not bad. Just a little bit. 157 yards, what, one TD? One TD. And here, yeah. here newsflash for people that are tired of Georgia, he's only a true sophomore. He'll be back next He'll year. He'll be back. As will Lad McConkey, who caught two touchdowns. Georgia will be the number one team next year. Hell yeah. Disrespected, of course. Yeah. Some, I heard somebody in the locker room, or in the locker room after, which uh, everyone is smoking cigars. Yes. It was more than the Kana cigar bar <laughs> we actually went to in downtown L.A. Sunday night. Which was a very good cigar bar. It was. And SoFi Stadium locker room, not a good cigar <laughs> no. bar. Unless you're a Georgia Bulldog, then it's the best cigar bar. We could bar smell ever. it. I was in, I did, you know, the TCU angle. So I was in the TCU locker room. You could smell it in the TCU mm. locker room or right around the TCU locker room, you could smell the cigar smoke. God, that's another insult. Injury. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how excited the chargers were that they're, they're, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're still playing. Yeah. Like, are they, I don't know if they, they don't practice. It reminds me of the, uh, the LSU, uh, championship 2019 in, uh, the Superdome, right. which Superdome has the worst locker rooms, low ceiling, yeah. just awful tight. And LSU's, you know, was lighting up in there and somebody threw, either a match that was still lit or a cigar into the trash, which started oh, no. to fire. And, and, the, <laughs> and then so many people had cigars that the cops came in and was trying to make people put out cigars. But, uh, yeah, it reminded me of it, just the smell in general. Yeah, it was a little out of hand. It was a little out of hand, yeah. Um, I'm surprised. I mean, you know, it's a nice $6 billion building, and yeah. they're just polluting the crap out of <laughs> It's like, you know, you, you can get like a $250 fine for your hotel if you smoke in the rooms and stuff. Yeah. That, 
might like get like two hundred fifty million dollar. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, cronky. it's like, hey man, I built this place. It's yeah. Awesome. How many more billion to put up walls? You think? How many, what would they cost? Uh, it's not supposed to rain. I know. Uh, yeah, that's. I, the, and I'll agree with Pat. Like it, it was probably the coolest stadium that I've ever been into. I oh, mean, it was it was really awesome. awesome. I love the idea of actually having like the open air on the sides and stuff. It just you know. What? How many times does it rain and blow like that in in L.A.? I yeah. mean, just awful Never. timing, uh, but it really was really cool venue. So, Dan, to your point though, weren't you, you somebody in the Georgia locker room was talking about like overcoming adversity or something? <laughs> oh, yeah, they got asked it. They go, somebody I just overheard as I was wandering around, you know, talking to people. Someone was like, "Yeah, there was that week Tennessee was number one. How'd you feel?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. here we go. Well, that- the plucky underdogs." <laughs> With the, they had uh, Nick Bromberg from Yahoo dug this up seventy two play seventy their their last four recruiting classes seventy two four or five yeah. stars and TCU had like eleven yeah and one in uh, my well I came up with like seventy seven and seventeen but that was concluding some transfers and stuff that they had gotten yeah. but I think it's in just five stars it's like eighteen and one I mean it yeah you know it, it's just um, and the disparity showed like clearly the disparity showed. And, it, you know, as we say, five stars are generally about 30 to 35 a year. It's basically a first-round draft pick. Yeah. yeah. So if your favorite NFL team had 18 first-round <laughs> draft picks, they're playing a team that only had one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Going to take my chances on that. Yeah, it, it, it was amazing. One guy who was not a five-star was actually a no-star. Someone someone dug up the, the Stetson Bennett was ex- uh, blessed and humbled, blessed and excited to receive a UMass offer. <laughs> We had him. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we had him. Yeah. <laughs> UMass could have won the national title behind yeah. Seth Bennett. It was like UMass and Mercer were yeah. his offers. You, good scouting by UMass. They yeah. found this kid. Four TDs passing, 307 yards, I think. 304. Yeah. 304. He had a, uh, two touchdowns, a really nice run. Kirby said he picked apart almost every defensive wrinkle they came at. Checkdowns. Ran out of a max blitz, all sorts of really good plays. He had a number of really good throws. Yeah. Yeah. Stetson Bennett absolutely balled out in this game. Kirby Smart called it the best game he's played. Uh, he thought, no doubt, absolutely tremendous game. Uh, now, yeah, he's throwing, a, he's throwing to more talented players and he's hitting some guys that are open, but can't play a whole lot better than that. No. I mean, it was spectacular to what he did. And, uh, he, he does it like if you put – okay, so here's the deal. Stetson Bennett, offensive MVP of four playoff games now. Both of them last year, both of them this year. So well, it'll be a while before somebody does that again. I am relatively confident. This game was his highest efficiency of those four. It's like a 224 or something. If you put together – if you pile up all his stats for the four playoff games – completed like 70% of his passes, over 300 yards per game, 12 touchdowns, one interception. I mean, ridiculous numbers. High level, great competition, high pressure, and just coming through like an absolute baller. So, I mean, it's it's a fantastic thing. And uh, I did, I waited him out till almost the very point where he took finally took off his Georgia jersey for the last time. But... He was uh, standing waiting to do Scott Van Pelt's show uh, on ESPN. And Kirby was on, 
and they were going to put the headsets on Stetson and he was going to go in. And so I wanted to ask him a question because I had seen him make this little finger sign for a picture for somebody. I was like, what's, what's this finger sign? And he's, it's like a secret society thing for an honor society of Georgia. And he grabs my notepad. He said, here, you need to look this up. And he writes four initials down, SVNV. I'm like, what's this? And then he puts on the headset and he goes, and I, like, I got no explanation. I finally got one. Oh boy, I'm, I'm gonna blow that blow it now. It's uh, by the way, I was I just happened to be right there for this exchange, yeah. and I saw Setson writing something on Pat's notepad, thinking, "What in the hell is going on over there?" So I went over there, uh, and I was like, "What did he write on your notepad?" And Pat said, "I don't know." <laughs> like, well, we got to get to the bottom of this. Yes, it was like it was a love letter to Pat for defending him all the times on the podcast. That's right. I was being mean to him. That's you know? right. That's right. It should be right against I, well, haters like you, Dan Pat, Wetzel. That's true, Pat. While you're haters looking at like you, I'll say, you know, we we talk about his accuracy and obviously his passing ability a lot. But man, there was like one specific play. He was in the first quarter. He recognized a blitz off the edge that had not been picked up, and he did a 360 turn away from the blitz, rolled out, ran for the first down. It was just like innate, just like Im immediately recognized it. And that right there, I guess, is seven years in, in college football. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 25-year-old player. Kirby made a couple cracks about the 25. Yeah. He, he goes, at one point, he goes, I hope he doesn't get too much into the – uh, the Pappy, mm. the Pappy Van Winkle, like last year, and he yeah. was drunk on Good Morning America <laughs> the next day. Then he goes, he's 25 years old. What am I supposed to say? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the the Pappy bottle did make the trip again. I, yeah, I, I have that from yeah. sources. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sources. Um, but all right, so here's what it was. <laughs> sources. The Pappy Sick. is here. It was Latin. Sic vos non vobis, which roughly translates to thus we work, but not for ourselves. So Stetson Bennett, mailman, delivered for everyone else. There you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were, this could, I, I was just beginning to like yeah. him. He's got a sappy <laughs> slogan like that. Uh, <laughs> mm. See? Oh, the death blow to Tater yeah. Dan Wetzel from Stetson Thus Bennett. Thus we work, but not for ourselves. That's right. Some Georgia secret honor society? Come on. Also, uh, what is that? Stetson, Bowers, and McConkley, attorneys at law. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> the law firm. The law firm was was working it. Now nah, he was tremendous. The defense was was spectacular. Yeah. Two two picks by Bullard, uh, Javon Bullard. Well, and I, I I wrote a lot about the um, Georgia defense against you know TCU's offense and why. TCU had so much trouble and uh, talked to Garrett Riley, the TCU offensive coordinator, for a little bit. And uh, he said that they made some adjustments in the secondary, which they needed to after the last two games, which we talked about on the pod, about them giving up so many yards uh, against Ohio State and LSU the last two games. And it sounds like the adjustment was just mixing up coverages and purposely trying to confuse Max Duggan, which Max even admitted after the game happened that uh, – he said that they would show something coverage-wise that they had seen on film, actually. But right before the snap, uh, Georgia would change coverages and, and yeah. uh, kind of confuse him. And that went a long way. And then I think the other part of the story was uh, a quote summed up pretty well by uh, – or a point summed up with a quote by Will Muschamp, Georgia's defensive coordinator, which was, we won up front. And uh, they certainly did, especially late in the game. They wore him down. Yeah. Uh, the defensive line got – 
all the push that they didn't get last week against uh, C.J. Stroud. You know, they I mean, they they were in Max Duggan's kitchen most of the night and, you know, affected his throws, sacked him several times and, uh, you know, just made it like it, it, this was a, a I think Sonny Dykes used the term snowballed to snowballed on them. And oh, that does remind me too. my my one other highlight of the night was when I was, was waiting around because I was going to follow Stetson basically everywhere, but I peeked my head into the TCU press conference, and I see sitting in the back row one Dan Wetzel who was so galvanized and transfixed by Sonny Dykes that you were like playing a Scrabble game or something <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> so do go. Uh, yeah, okay. Perfect. Go. Uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't need to hear this. <laughs> They told me they were bringing joy. I, I, so I took a minute. Yeah. I mean, he was trying to explain it. Yeah, I was a little. I was working on a Sudoku. <laughs> Listen, great season for TCU. They were never beating these guys. Tough night for the TCU fans. I was kind of surprised they all left. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. They yeah. Were sort of like, you know what? You were never beating them. I, I, I said this up in the press box. Like I remember when Kansas basketball lost to the Kentucky team that had Anthony Davis and Michael Kidd Gilchrist and Collie Stein. And I mean, they were absolutely loaded Kentucky team. And, yep. and Kansas was not that great of a team. And and their fans at the end cheered for the Kansas team. It was like, you guys basically won the national title, except for, like, you were, like, great job. Yeah. Like, okay, we're never beating them. Right. Seven-game series, sweep. Right. I was kind of surprised they all left. But anyway, TCU yeah. fans were like, I'm out of here. They didn't want to watch the cards. Yeah. But, man, 65 is hard to watch. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would think, it, look, ain't no guarantee they're ever getting back. So no, no. I think you'd stay till the they bitter end. They showed out, though. There was a lot of purple there. Yeah. Yeah. At least probably 20. It was probably 55, 45, I'd say, in Georgia. Yeah. But it, there was 25 to 30,000 TCU fans there. Yeah. Well, they were they were gone. <laughs> they were gone at the end. It was yeah. it was like one of those uh, Red River games when someone's <laughs> giving the beat down to the other and the rest of them just go eat, yeah. you know, deep fried butter. <laughs> Uh, they're like, hell no, I'm going back to the fair. Um, so, okay, so Georgia is now 29-1 uh, and one the last two years. Back-to-back mm -hmm. -back national titles. They will go off as a prohibitive favorite next year. They're absolutely loaded. And, like, two and three, I mean, I, I would actually say Alabama should probably be two. But people are, well, Ohio, I've seen the way earlys, Ohio State two. Like, that's without C.J. Stroud. Okay. Uh, Michigan three. Uh Okay, uh -huh. like do we think it? You know, Florida State could be mm -hmm. up there. I mean, there's a few contenders, LSU, obviously, yeah. Bama, LSU. But do you sit there and go, boy, this Georgia team? It's amazing. They went 40 years without winning a national championship, and now everybody's chasing them. Yeah, and it didn't look like they're going anywhere. No, and and yes, maybe Alabama still got one more run in them, but Kirby Smart isn't 70 years old, <laughs> right? No, that's. I mean, it is just like they were always behind Alabama or Tennessee or Florida, and you always sat there and said, "How the hell are they not better?" They they're they're in this state that turns out all the players. They really don't have in-state competition with with Georgia Tech. They have this great campus. They have this great stadium. They have the will to win. They could never quite get there. Mark Rick did a great job of being really good. Mm -hmm. But they could never get there 40 years. And now it's like, get the hell out of the way. Who the hell's beating these guys? Yeah. No, I 
I had to write a uh, an essay before the game for our SI commemorative issue, which you all should buy, by mm-hmm. the way, when it comes out for sure. on Georgia winning the championship. And that was the, the primary point is like, Kirby Smart is 47 years old yeah, and has now won crazy. two titles. Yeah. He just looks 62. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got a little Mac Brown sort of like, he doesn't, he's not necessarily going to age with great grace. But, <laughs> but like the talent level, I mean, everything, everything is set up for them to win forever now. They've got the best coach. They've got the sit on some of the best talent. They've got all the facilities, every infrastructure thing, every staff person you need. I mean, they are set up for the 2020s and beyond, frankly. So, I mean, unless Kirby Smart loses interest or wants to try the NFL, look out, everybody. So, you know, Saban was there, was on the sideline before the game, and then and then he was up at halftime. I think he did he did maybe talked a little bit at halftime on TV as a somewhat as an analyst. And uh, I think there's a tweet out there. It's just hysterical. It's from a Georgia Twitter account. But it's a photo of Saban. And you can see him looking down in his suit, looking down over the railing from his perch way up in the on the stage of the stadium, looking down on the field. (laughs) And the tweet is, Romulus Augustus watching the fall of Rome, 476 AD. It's just, it's amazing. I mean, it's truly incredible uh, tweet there. But you wonder, you you wonder if um, if the guard is if the guard is changing. It sure feels that way. Even though Alabama just signed their best class they've ever signed, the number one class in the nation. But uh, it does feel that way. It does feel that uh, that uh, Kirby is is starting to to really catch up. I think Pat it's is, over. Pat, it's Pat has said it's over. over. He's, he's Calling the dynasty is dead. I don't believe that. I think they got to run in them. They are signing incredible recruiting classes, but so is in Georgia. Like I just looked at the 24, 2024, so the current high school juniors. Yeah. There are already five top hundreds committed to Georgia. Like, really? Like that, yeah. that is a great Ohio State class. If right. you get five, like, like, or it's a real, like USC will hope to get five. Top hundreds. They already got five in the bag. Yeah. Now it's still you know <laughs> with nearly a year to go. Yeah. Year, yeah, year to go. Like they're just they're just loading up, and you you see it. I mean, it's the great competition. You know, and Kirby's after. He sounds like say you know complacent. What the only thing is entitlement, and he's right. already talking about how actually uh, last year was easier to beat entitlement because we had all these guys leave, so we had new guys, but now we got a lot of guys coming back. But he's just you know. And, he, you know, he, his worry going into the game was he had worked them too hard. They might be tired. It's just a relentless, you know, pursuit. And I, I don't see Kirby Smart as a pro football coach. No. He's a college guy, and he doesn't look like he's getting tired of winning. No. Um, and I, I don't see him slipping. I don't see any of it slipping. No. And, yeah, at that age, oh, my God. Look out. Yeah. I don't I, Look out. And and yeah, okay, Saban's there, but when how how long Saban going to be there? Right, that's the thing. Saban's in his seventies now, so yeah, I'm telling you, I th- I think the baton has been passed. They have taken it, and I talked about like all right, Bowers is coming back, Lad McConkey's coming back, Javon Bullard who had the two interceptions, he's only a true sophomore, he's got to come back. Bear Alexander who had two sacks, freshman. You know, I mean, they've just got so many guys 
that are, you know, got great experience this year. That was a fairly young defense. And they're, you know, they're going to bring back a ton of those guys. Obviously, you're losing a great, great quarterback uh, and some some really, really good offensive linemen. Like Broderick Jones nearly ended the life of some TCU port, like 220-pound TCU guy, offensive tackle Broderick Jones, you know, like a pullout and just obliterate the dude on one of those uh, red zone plays. So, but I mean, they, so they'll, they'll lose some guys for sure, but man, they have a lot of more guys coming back too. Yeah. It's uh it's, it's impressive. So I think TCU will be able to build on it and go. I'm looking at the, let's see, is it one of you guys do? Oh yeah. Pat 40 is way too early. Top yeah. Mm. Let's take a look. Yeah. Georgia. Look. Yeah. One Michigan. You have at number two. They did get, they are going to play Corum back. Right, they got. They Blake may or may not have Jim Harbaugh. What if Harbaugh's gone? Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, then we redo the damn top twenty-five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why it's way too early. We don't even know who's going to be back. Harbaugh planting stories <laughs> on the NFL <laughs> Network. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Harbaugh is as subtle as a falling safe. I mean, I think that story <laughs> on the NFL Network. They pony up. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh is going to interview with yeah. Denver, but if they just give him a long-term yeah. deal, he won't. <laughs> sources said. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, I wonder who might benefit from that story. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that one works. I would pay him first off, but I also get that he's currently under, like, in a in a mess of that he personally made by by potentially lying, allegedly misleading, whatever the term is. Like that, that thing could become a huge deal if he just doesn't po- like right. cooperate. I don't know yeah. whatever they want, but high value employees, uh, coaches pay for themselves. Yes, you yes know, they do. Nick Saban's worth like a hundred million dollars a year to the state of Alabama. Hell like, yeah, they'll they'll give that in tax incentives to some factory to you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got a w- widget manufacturer in Dothan going to employ 150 guys. <laughs> Um, Nick Saban's worth more than that. So I would pay him. But anyway, yeah. that but, that was probably one of the most obviously placed stories I've ever seen in my entire life. Real quick to your NCAA point here. I don't want to di- divert us too much, but like the, the Michigan fans have leaped onto, this is how ridiculous the NCAA is. They're, they're making a big deal out of a hamburger, which is the alleged violation. I don't right. know. We it took know. some guys to and had a hamburger. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, that's that may be true, maybe not. May, but yeah, right. We don't know. It's but probably true. Yeah, it's that's not the case. This is not about a hammer. It's about lying about the hamburger. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, nobody cares. The NCAA doesn't care. No level two violation. Eh. Right. You know, like like we said, like you're gonna get the, the violations are they're not nothing, but they're not much, and so you're gonna get like two less recruiting visits and a online seminar. Yeah, and be on your way. It's that he allegedly will not admit that he did it that makes the whole thing. So that that's the part that's puzzling everyone. Like, yeah, yeah we like, I, I'm not here to defend the NCAA, as everyone knows, but <laughs> they're like, we don't really care, but you got to at least say you did it. Right. Don't yeah. make us look like a fool. Right. Yeah, lying yeah. about a lying about a level two or level three is a level one. Yes. yes. Lying about the level two yeah. is dumber than the right. level two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, will Harbaugh be there? We don't know. As Harbaugh turns. Uh, let's see. You got LSU three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, Jim Daniels. Uh, Pat, better coming. watch it now. They might start yeah. liking you in Baton Rouge. Somebody did actually ask me and uh, said that, that I'm I'm ruining my uh, <laughs> my narrative in in Louisiana. Why do they hate you? But super random. Uh, a one former LSU basketball coach who was fired was <laughs> in L.A. this week in staying really? at the JW. I uh, saw a Will Wade. Waltzing through the lobby a few times. If only Dan should have come to the live. If taping. only we got exactly. more jokes. If only of Will he Wade ran down. into a one pat forty <laughs> in that lobby. <laughs> Will was good for us. Oh, yeah. The podcast has done a lot of Will Wade business. A lot of Will Wade. We're still waiting for Will to call me back when <laughs> yeah. we ask for comments on the. Yeah. Don't hold your breath on that one. Yeah, March twenty nineteen. I think we broke. Yeah, has our has our numbers. Yeah, haven't heard from him. Yeah, don't care. No. <laughs> All good, Wade. Well, I actually wish he would boot back. He was a fun coach to have around. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and JJ discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Yeah, LSU. So obviously Jaden Daniels, right? league neighbors, Mason Taylor's good. Yeah. yeah. Tight end, yeah. No, that's there you go. Brian Kelly. Perkins on defense. Uh, Brian yeah. Kelly under the gun. Better win. Perkins, yeah. He's, yeah. He's a All monster. Right. Number four on Pat's list, Penn State. They're gonna make the breakthrough. I don't know. Maybe. I mean Drew that's, Aller. I will say, like, to your point that you were kind of making earlier, it's like after after Georgia's like everybody's like, eh, kind of iffy. You know, don't really know. But well, you know they got they have very good young talent there. Yeah, the big Alu, the big uh, lineman said he's coming back. Right, and uh, I mean they had a great recruiting class last year. Singleton, Carter, the linebacker. Right, two um, freshman running yeah. backs. So yeah, they'll be you know they got to go to Ohio State, but they'll get Michigan at home. Very interesting year for Penn State. Obviously, all right. Number five, Pat has Washington. Oh. Maybe a little bit of a reach there, but, I mean, that was a good team. Open Kalen DeBoer, yeah. Yeah, Kalen DeBoer. Kalen DeBoer was the best first-year coach not named Sonny Dykes yep. in a new job. He was Ooh, phenomenal. Was that best That's one? fair. Yeah, I think so. Went 11-2. and two. Yeah. Went 11-2, right? won Kelly? the bowl game. Yeah, no, I think his, yeah, I think he had a better one. Better than Freeman. Well, what about Lincoln Riley? Hmm. Yeah, faded at the end. All right. Yeah. All right. Also, given Fair the enough. given the given the talent too, you know. Right. Pretty exciting to see Washington. I'm excited. Yeah. This uh, this list is making me excited. <laughs> there we go. All right. Maybe we we're, maybe we're gonna get some. Uh, I, I sure hope we're gonna get a little splashes of parody. I, I say that after what a couple hours after uh, sixty five to after seven. Not only sixty five <laughs> to seven, but a fourth straight SEC national champion. In a thirteenth in the last seventeen from the league, yeah. It, it's yeah, it's just uh, it's a five great, different yeah. SEC teams over that stretch. That thirteen out of seventeen, so we gotta gotta have 
Got to get some parity in here. Maybe, maybe expanded playoffs. Playoff, playoff in two years. This next yeah. year is the last of the four. Yeah. Number six, Ohio State Buckeyes. So yeah, Stroud's gone. Harrison Jr.'s back though. Yep. Can they fix the defense? They they're at Notre Dame, and at Michigan. Yep. Uh, I do think we now know who had a worst. Remember the debate we had who had a worst New Year's Eve, Michigan or Ohio State? It was Ohio State. Yeah. Ohio State had a national champion. Like they, they're killing themselves. Oh right yeah, now. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They would have, they would have, they would have done something fairly similar. I mean, it, it, it would have, it would have been forty-five to fourteen or something. Yeah, and, you know, that's that. I, I, I was positing the question. Yes, who's who's the most nauseated watching that game? Yeah. Ohio State, <laughs> Michigan, or Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> the thoughts. You know, TCU would have scored more than they did than they did tonight, but but they'd right. have lost that game. They'd have lost. Alabama's that game. nauseated because, but. Like they would have had to defeat Georgia, right? And you don't know whether that's possible. Ohio State had them beat. Yeah, they did. They, they were did. up fourteen, blew it. Then were right there on the field goal. Didn't gain any. They lost yards and had to boot a fifty yarder and missed right. right at midnight, ruining the balloon drop yeah. at the bars of Columbus. They had the title. Michigan fan, I think, is sitting there going, "We never should have lost the TCU. Right. We gave them." 14 points defensively. We blew blew it twice on the goal line and had one turn back. But all that would have done is we would have got to this game, and I think Georgia beats Michigan 45-28 or yeah, something like that. Yeah, they beat them handily. Right. They're still beating them in a decent amount. No one was beating Georgia tonight. No. That was one of the finest-looking operations. I mean, they made TCU look like they played Akron in a bye game yeah. in September. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's it what it looked was. like. I mean, they yeah. just ragdolled yeah. a yeah. good It looked team, like a non-conference right? September game. Yeah. yeah. Maybe TCU isn't the second best team. Maybe some circumstance where there's a good quality football team. Yeah. And they just destroyed them. This yeah. was no fraud. I mean, it's just like no, someone was getting was, their ass kicked tonight, yeah. and it was TCU's turn. They're it the was, ones who showed up. And it did – echoed back to Ross and I were in Atlanta and you were listening to like Georgia was so disgusted with themselves after the Ohio state game that it was close, yeah. you know, the, like yeah. that they came that close to losing. Yeah. They thought they played really badly, you know, but yeah, if you're, if you were, if you're Ohio state now you're sitting there, you're Dennis green. We had him and we let him off the hook, you know, crown him. Is that <laughs> the one crown him? Or is that, uh, no, that was the. They are we who are we thought, who we thought they, they are. are. We thought, yeah, we really know. What Georgia definitely is who we thought they were. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pat number seven, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. There's a you great really, chance you're on the state tide. Or Alabama are criminally low. Maybe both. I don't. You're know. You're hating on the tide. I, I just like to say we've we've gone you're through Penn State and Washington before Alabama. Hey, did you? How drunk were you when you wrote this? <laughs> What's that? Were you drunk when you wrote? <laughs> he, he was at the. That, was he did it all at sober. the cigar bar last night. At the cigar bar, the kind of cigar many bar. Rum old fashions. It was before the rum old fashions, <laughs> <laughs> but after the beer. <laughs> what about at Tom's Watch Bar? We were yeah, there after too. the beer. That's right. Was, oh, that's right. It was a tough yeah, night. We enjoyed so Tom's the live watch pod. Bar. The live pod we did. I don't know. We had some audio or yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah, sorry yeah, to everybody that was. Yeah. But it was it was tremendous. Stetson Bennett's mom was there. Stetson Bennett's mom so, snapped a picture yeah. of us up on the yeah. stage. Yeah, 40, fortunately, 40s. may 
I, she would have beaten my ass if she had known. I was fortunate <laughs> right. that yeah. didn't happen. Forty's right. high school uh, teammate, offensive lineman. Uh, oh yeah, teammate yeah, yeah, yeah. He showed up. Yeah. So was a guy about who, 40, uh, 50 people. So was a guy who came up to me afterward. I know you talked to him afterward. Who was in a coma? And, yeah, it was one of our co-workers. yeah coworker did the video yeah. for us and uh, came yep. up to me, nice guy, and said he was in a coma, came out of the coma, and. Said, and listen yeah, to the I pot. need to listen to the pot. As a, as a way to re yeah re to recharge. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, you know, I, I don't have my medical degree, but uh, you know, we I don't can, think you want to rewire a brain uh, listening to yeah. the way I <laughs> I mispronounce everything. This, that's right. That's I right. don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, floats your boat. <laughs> so there was that. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, number no uh, paintings this year though. No, no paintings. Uh, we met a bunch of t- USC fans mm. that were there for their 22nd national championship. They go every year. Yep. Dan embraced a homeless man on the street uh, as well. Oh, that's right. And then flagged yeah. down a... Uh, we hugged it out. We hugged, hugged it out. I, hugged, I was hugged aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He aggressively hugged me, which was good. I then, mean, then, you know. then you flagged down the uh, the cart, uh, the street food, oh, the street, oh, uh, street hot dog, Mexican right. hot dog. Which I had. Ross had me. So we're at a, we're like an outdoor patio. There's a fence. We're in a restaurant, kind of. It's like a big, people in LA know Tom's Watch Bar. It's this huge sports bar across from the Staples Center. We're ordering off the outdoor hot dog tart cart and eating the food inside the, <laughs> yeah. that probably wasn't very yeah. right. Uh, great, great. Probably a violation of some kind. It, it tasted really good going down. All right. That's all and I'm going to say. Yeah. That's, I'll stop there. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't need to know. Number eight, USC. Fight on. Yeah. Speaking of the Trojans. Yeah. I mean, they got Caleb Williams. They're going to have the best player. Yeah. They got Someone the- else may win the Heisman next year because they don't want to give it to, but I, I know who the best player is. Yeah. Him. I mean, there's going to be some tanking in the NFL. <laughs> right. Well, the pack, just the, the Pac-12 quarterbacks alone. Oh, my God. It's really a problem. I mean, look, if it's the last year of the 14 playoff, Pac-12 hadn't been in in, what, six years? Like, this is their year to get in. It's the last year of the four-teamer, and they have they are loaded at the quarterback position. So they got Penix Jr. Got Penix Jr. Yep. They got, they got of course, Caleb they got Caleb. Uh, they, they got Dante Moore showing up at UCLA. I don't know. Yep. If they got Nick freshman coming. He's coming back. Bo Nix. Bo Nix is Bo coming Nicks back. Is back. Delora, who I know, I mean, at Arizona, he was the most one of the most fun quarterbacks to watch this year. Oh yeah, and and they're improving, so that should be interesting. Cam Rising announced Cam today. Rising He's announced, coming back yep. to Utah. Yep. Yeah, so. it's an exciting, uh, it's an exciting group coming back. So, if they're gonna do it, this this needs to be the year, year to do it. As uh, as Dan grabs a natty light from his uh, from his bag and pops. Do you it have open. any more of those natty lights in the bag? Not, not on me. Damn. Go make a run to the little. I'm uh, going. Tell our pod listeners I'll be back in like a minute. Where are you now. going? Yeah, babe, I'm making a beer run. Well, I will take one too. Okay. In fact, make yeah, it a bourbon got- run if you don't mind. Three uh, yeah, triple whatever you, you don't can find. Triple. Does, a, this is only going to last a few a spa- minutes. So a splash get, of lime. This don't is worry, a high Dan quality I, podcasting. Dan, We're sending one of the co-hosts Dan and on I a can beer hold run. it down. By the way, uh, a little uh, I'm side. Making a beer run <laughs> during the pod. A sidebar. <laughs> this is a <laughs> show. A, a sidebar to last a, night. They're listening to a sixty-five <laughs> to seven. Bot. I mean, what, get a life, people. A sidebar to our uh, our great night on the town on Sunday night was my dad uh, mm. was with us, uh, just retired. Coach High Dell, football coach, coach. He's the star coach of the show. Dell was with us. Got dragged around downtown L.A. <laughs> he ate one of the street dogs, street hot dogs. Uh, 
same as me. We're staying in the same hotel. I can tell you that the uh, street dog went down, went down well. But after that, you know, it um, it was a struggle for for us both a little bit. But yeah, Coach Dell came out, came out to the pod, came out to the cigar bar, which I don't know that he's ever even been in a cigar bar. That might have been his first cigar bar. But um, it was good to have Coach Dell with the uh, with the crew. Coach Dell was the MVP of the night, as far as I'm concerned. All right, we'll we'll finish out his top ten because we're hoping that he's successful yeah. in this beer run. Number nine, TCU. Sure. Okay. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't. I, I I hope this doesn't ruin the whole thing. And I, you know, one of my things, I really hope that people in Dallas Fort Worth get behind the team. Yeah. Like they yeah. just like you got this quality club. They really are a fun team. They are. It's just. Eh, it sucks watching a season go like that. I remember like Notre Dame, they 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 finally broke through and went twelve and zero with Manti Te'o mm. that year, and they're going to go play that oh, Alabama yeah. team was just ridiculous, and Alabama crushes them, and everyone's it's like it takes the it shouldn't take the excitement of a breakthrough because that that was a time when no one thought Notre Dame there was all this Notre Dame can never be good again they can never yeah. Com- and yeah you didn't win a national title but you got there right, right. and. And uh, nothing, nothing was, was happening. That's probably the closest comparison to as far as dominating a performance in a in a title game. I mean, you had the you had the USC over Oklahoma, which was the biggest spread up until today. Uh, that was that bad. was a thirty eight pointer. But but this one reminded, for whatever reason, reminded me more of the Notre Dame, uh, Alabama just trouncing. Yeah. At, oh, he's got. He seems to be successful. Yeah, we have got a successful. Oh no, he's got we've, one for me. We've got he? a successful beer he's cocktail run. So we're we're here in the media workroom. We may never be allowed in again. No. I shouldn't even Unlike. admit this. There is a hosp- hospitality suite next door. Pat just went over there. So yeah, no. The thing about the game was it, like much like that Notre Dame game. You knew it like eleven fifty two left in the first quarter. The <laughs> Thank game you, was sir. Over. I'm back. Pat is uh, delivering uh, booze. Pat, a scholar and a gentleman, yes, thank delivering you. Delivering booze to us. Uh, the nicest. This is the best contributions Pat's made you think in the history George, of this yeah, podcast. Yes. You think George is the winner? We're the real winners tonight. We're, uh, we're. All right, number 10, Florida State. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of momentum there. Jordan Travis is coming back at quarterback. Johnny Wilson, Trey Benson's their really nice pass rusher. Yeah. Jared Verse, yeah. yeah, is back. Randomly yeah. ran into. Um, Actually, Florida State's AD today in the game, at the game, he was at the stadium, Michael Alford, and they are really excited. They, I, you know, He was talking about the team and everybody they return, all those players you mentioned. They are super pumped that they're going to make some real noise this year. LSU at Florida State, yeah. Sunday yeah. of Labor Day weekend. In Orlando, in Orlando, yeah. Somebody said to me, actually a friend of all of us said to me, um, you know, because this is a trade, Florida State, went to New Orleans to play right. LSU, and now the trade is LSU will go down to Orlando, and somebody said, boy, that's a <laughs> trade. New Orleans for Orlando, really? <laughs> there you go. Good point. Well, I don't get it. What's the, what's the, what? What, that it's New Orleans is a much better city than Orlando? Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was like some kind of like. No. I have mean, you been to rowdier. Orlando? I have. <laughs> Many. I have kids. And you've been yeah. to New Orleans, oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yes. No, I'll go to New Orleans every time, believe me. Orlando, I mean, in, in either way, like, you lose all your money. Yeah, don't even <laughs> either way. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so we did, uh, 
we did mention this yesterday on the live pod that I thought I would bring back up since we're kind of out of material because it was 65 to 7. <laughs> there ain't a lot of play-by-play to break down. South Dakota State, congratulations uh, yeah. on the yeah. FCS championship. Uh, they beat North Dakota State. I believe the uh, the, the streets of Pierre are still burning. Is <laughs> this the story? Wait, you got to tell the story about the plane. Yeah, well, that's yeah, um, yeah, that's, I, but that's, yeah, a, so, that's a classic. So this is how TCU can can maybe the TCU fans can redeem themselves mm. because I think North Dakota State also deserves a, a note of honor. So they had a flight, North Dakota State. They lost the game, but on the way to the game, so the the championship game was in Frisco, Texas, which is a suburb of Dallas. So there was a flight, Delta Connection flight four five six one from Fargo to Dallas Fort Worth. Now, this is about a two hour flight. Reports came in at two-thirds way through the flight. The flight attendant announced that the plane had been drank dry <laughs> of all alcohol. And said, stop asking. Yeah. It's the second worst all, thing you want to hear on a plane. On a pla- all yeah. booze <laughs> on board. We'd gone through all the booze. <laughs> the Fargo, the North Dakota State Bison fans drank a plane dry, and it was only a two-hour flight. <laughs> That's the impressive part of it. Yeah, this isn't the 16-hour one I took to Seoul. Like, I mean, in two, you got to keep ordering. How much ordering can you get done? A lot of mini liquor bottles. It's aggressive. So two-thirds, that's a, what? So we're looking at like an hour and 20 minutes. You drank the whole plane dry? I mean, impressive. They did work. And look, you're spending the winter in Fargo, North Dakota, and you're getting out to go to Texas? Yeah. (laughs) Get it on. Boom. What? On the plane? (laughs) Multiple rounds? Also, how's that plane bathroom? How's that? What's going on there? I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, a normal flight, there's a line of three or four people. On a flight that you drink all the booze, that line's stretching all the way down, and you don't want to go in there. And so this triggered the conversation, right, about the which 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 fan bases? uh, Yeah, which 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 fan base are you most scared of if you're on a real like on a plane? And we agreed it would be LSU. One one A LSU, one B Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin was number two. But I don't know they'd go after the hard liquor. The beers yeah, would be right. gone right. immediately. Be yeah, gone. Wisconsin. And they'd be the cheese, the little cheese pack. That, yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> no cheese. <laughs> I mean, no cheese. No cheese. We do have the carrots. Yeah. <laughs> and the Chardonnay. That, that'd still be that. The Wisconsin fans, who does that? Uh, that doesn't count, carrot, right? what? No. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, credit to the North Dakota State. I mean, that's that's really a bad. I mean, I've I the, drinking a bar dry, drinking a. Uh, there there were other stories. One time, the North Dakota State fans went to a steakhouse and they ate the steakhouse dry of steak. Wow, <laughs> there was no more steak. So these people are just. I mean, uh, high major fans, insatiable. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Send them up to FBS. But I've never yeah. heard of a plane. Yes, I've never heard of a plane going under <laughs> that quickly. I mean, that's a multiple rounds really quick. So, TCU fans, if you're hearing this before you board your flight back. Yeah. Show us something. Yeah, this is your way. There's a bunch of flights, LAX to to Dallas, Fort Worth. Drink that thing dry and 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 report back to us. And and you will have still won some (laughs) measure of respect after 65 to 7. Our lovely producer, Sean. Our 
our producer, who is oh. an FCS football player, just said, texted and said, it, it just means more in the FCS. So. There you go. FCS yeah, and really SEC, does. baby. Just means more. Yeah. The other thing there is, uh, uh, I don't even remember what I was going to say. All right. There we go. <laughs> Keep that in, Sean. Keep that in. All right. We're not cutting anything tonight. No cutting. We've had a beer run midway through. I thought you would start focusing better after the beer run. I I noticed you you're like you're you're looking like Harbaugh, like getting like like light bulbs that were flickering were starting to distract you when you when you had finished your beer. You couldn't oh, you couldn't right. keep up. I remember you no, couldn't keep up, but now now you have your drink. <laughs> what? All right, go ahead. I remember what I was going to say now. So, but you had the flight number for this and everything. So you're you're reading this story. Was it the Daily Mirror story? No, no, okay. no. It's not Daily Mail. Daily, Daily Mail. Mail. Daily Mail, please. <laughs> Get it right. Yeah, I, I have a Daily Mail story. Of course you do. Do you? Yeah. Hey, so, I do have one other game related. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Go yeah. Go what? We're way then, the rail. <laughs> the rails. We are way off. Then, then we can get to the Daily Mail, but. To your, you wrote the column, Dan. It was a good column to write off of this game, especially, you know, it was such a seal clubbing that Stetson Bennett, <laughs> One way to play. NFL quarterback, question mark. What do you got? Stetson Bennett, can he play in the NFL? Yeah. So every single thing when I watch is absolutely not. He, do, he just doesn't look like an NFL quarterback out there. But that's just, you know, that's... If he's 6'3", he's the number one pick in the draft. Yep. I mean, he's absolutely, he did everything. He's fantastic. But he's not 6'3". He's 5'11 by list, and we're going to find out. He's not at, at that he's not. At the combine, don't lie. Right. So they're going to really measure him, and who knows? Is it 5'10"? Is it 5'9 and, you know, 7'8"s or something like that? We'll see. It's been a while. Doug Flutie was a good, decent player. Uh, Drew Brees was six foot, uh, maybe, not tall. Maybe, maybe. Russell Bryce Wilson. Young is not tall. No. So I don't know. I mean, there's a lot there. He clearly knows how to read a defense. He's accurate. He's a very good athlete. The best info I had was ESPN had a stat that the only three quarterbacks in the last 20 years, since 2006, actually, uh, under six feet, college quarterbacks under six feet, had been drafted. Uh, it was like Denard Robinson. Like, yeah, it's in my story. Kid from Appalachian State. Yeah, Den- All of them turned. And now, and I also, I don't know, ESPN's research wasn't that good because Julian Edelman fits into this also. He's the Kent State quarterback. He's the most famous one. Yeah. All four of the guys turned to be, uh, ter- moved to become wide receivers. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't think Stetson Bennett wants to be a wide receiver. I'm not sure he's about that life. But who knows? I mean, but he he's fast. I don't know, but could he be a quarterback? So my thing is, no one's sitting there saying he's he's going to be, you know, like Josh Allen franchise quarterback or right. something like that. But like Chase Daniel is like six foot maybe, uh, and he's not no right. Chase and he's Daniel's been in the league fourteen freaking years. Yeah, it yep. can be like, done. Could he, could he be that? Yeah. Well, he looks like when eventually they're going to hit you, right? And they're going to hit you in a way you have never been hit. And can he take that? Hit? And that's the thing. He's not only five ten ish, but he's also he's like one ninety. He's not thick. He's listed at one ninety. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, but yeah. if he can stay healthy, I do think he could get drafted. Be accurate. Oh, 
Yeah, I talked to a couple uh, NFL scouts a week or two ago about, you know, for a story, my 93rd Stetson Bennett story. <laughs> and they, they were sure he was going to be drafted, you know, probably later rounds, five, six, seven, whatever. And they thought he had a chance to stick, but they didn't ever, you know, see him as a starter. You know, that they that he's one of those guys, his brain and his athleticism can keep him in the league. But, you know, can it make him a starting quarterback? They they were not sure about that. One of the, one guy did raise an interesting point that basically that they weren't sure he was that clipboard, you know, like film junkie guy that would be happy, like to be Chase Daniel and be just be on a backup for 10 years that he might get bored and say, forget it. I'll go, you know, open Stetson Bennett Chevrolet in Athens. Chase Daniels made like $35 million. It's a good way to be bored. Oh, it's a great way to be bored. Bore me. I'd take it. I would take it. Absolutely. (laughs) Bore me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I'll be bored for $35 million. Why does everyone make him a car dealer? Why does everyone think he's going to be a car dealer? Because he'll sell a gazillion cars. Yeah. Yeah. Bennett Ford. He's talked about law becoming a lawyer. Bennett Bowers and McConkey. He's going to be in the media. Well, that he's he's a phenomenal talker. I will say, like, like I will pour out some of my Sierra Nevada for losing him as a quote. Yeah, because that dude can fill it up. And now we no longer have. They'd be good analysts. Maybe he'd be. Yeah, exactly. So that like, get him on TV. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's got that kind of. He's got a little smart-ass humor and uh, self-deprecating humor, but he will call a spade a spade, and he's a talker. Yeah, I mean, it'll, uh, I don't know. What do you think? NFL QB? Mm, I don't know. Backup. Maybe he'll make $35 million and be a backup. Yeah. I mean. Again, I would, that's winning. I don't know. I mean, Pat's numbers are striking from, you know, in the biggest spots, he's uh, played his best, you know, and, and scouts see that. So, and his accuracy is incredible. I mean, tonight, like two plays stuck out to me tonight. There was the play we already discussed where he recognized a blitz off the edge that wasn't picked up and he spun away from it and then ran about 12 yards yeah. go for the first down. It was, it was great. And then there was one where he was on the move right. And I think I remember live, Pat, you saying, oh, nobody's open. It was a third and like eight or something. Like yeah. Nobody's open, and he and he whistled one in into triple coverage perfectly. So yeah, yeah, yeah Bowers, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ran into uh, Mid American Conference PR sensation Jeremy Guy, yep. who coined Podcast the term. Listener. Yeah, oh yeah, term the coin Maction, I believe. Yeah. Yes, yes, great marketing. So I have to congratulate the Mac on winning the uh, bowl. Huh? The yeah. bowl. The bowl championship. They, they had the went best four stuff. and two. Yeah. Really? <laughs> winning percentage. <laughs> That'll do it. Four and two. They at six sixty seven percent. Wow. They won the bowl challenge. Did the SEC <laughs> mount a comeback because they were bad. It was like they were like two and five. What did they They find? ended up yeah. seven and five. Okay. They okay. must have won. So they get a five eighty three. Yeah. I don't know if this counts. Does this game count tonight? I would think so. Okay, yeah. and then they're eight and five. Okay. And that's hard math. Yeah, they're yeah, like one and four to start. Well, John Steinbrecher was actually the Mac commissioner was on the yeah. field with his wife kind of walking around the field. And as we discussed earlier, the venue doesn't have any walls. So, you know, wind was blowing in and rain, and it was pretty chilly. And Steinbrecher, even though it was, a long, you know, it was only like probably 58 degrees, 60 degrees in there with a little bit of moisture in the air, he said, this is matching weather. You know? <laughs> That's right. 
Mm-hmm. He was. Uh, I'm sure he's excited about. Uh, yeah, it's a weeknight uh, game too. It's very magical. That's a, that's a Tuesday night in Decalb. That's a go. dream come true. There you go. Absolutely. This guy, the Mac, the Mac, right there on the sh- in Cleveland, right off the shores of Lake Erie, man. That's <laughs> yeah. Woo. Yeah. Cleveland. By the way, real quick before we move on, here, just say the the replay of the game is on, mm. like on ESPN right now. Oh. And we're taping this at like one eleven. How's it going? How's it going? It, I think it's even worse than I thought it was the first yeah. time around. Every time I look up, Georgia's destroying everybody. Second place was Independence, although they went three and two. Yeah. There's that five yeah. Independence made bowl games? I guess so. Wow. The Amer- uh, Well, SEC would be, I don't know what eight and five is. It's not as good as uh, no, four and two. Because it'd be, you know, four and 2.5 if you divide down. I can do that much. <laughs> Anyway, this is boring. <laughs> Gradual, there's a lot of a lot of parody in this. I did go 23 and 17 of my bowl picks. Eh, great, oh, good to know. I'm still not sure I got real value last what? night. What? <laughs> well, I paid for at least one cigar in a couple of Jamesons, and this one Pat paid for a bunch of that beer. Is more, I, you uh, did pay for my my street dog. I did pay for. I paid for the. We we do need to give a, a shout out to former producer Sully. Uh, Sully yes. picked up the tab. Showed as far up. As I yeah, showed up in L.A. He was lives a, here. Yeah. And picked up a tab and went running into a CVS to buy the twelve pack of Natty Light, which I'm now drinking. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, not all bad. All right, uh, two two stories we should get to. So this one, good idea or bad idea? A Dutch supermarket chain has. Uh, created the slow checkout lane. <laughs> it's called the slow checkout lane for people who enjoy chatting. <laughs> so they have like a personable cashier <laughs> and like no. the old ladies who want to come by and chat. Come on. Can use the slow lane. Oh my God. It helps God. elderly deal with loneliness. Oh my God. This sounds in, awful. In <laughs> the Netherlands. The slow checkout lane, they've now expanded to all 200 of their stores. Are you in favor of this, the slow checkout lane? Well, if it gets other people out of my way, yeah. yeah, That's true, I guess. You know, clear the weed out. Clear the other lanes. Pat, are you a, do you like chatting with the. Oh, God, no. I mean, oh, I mean, if I'm ever in the slow checkout lane, just kill me right then and there. (laughs) Just There's like the, the old lady's got like a bonnet and like <laughs> like a hair. Like, and you know what she's got in her bag too? She's got like eggs and bread. You yeah, know, yeah, maybe but milk. But she wants to write a check. Yeah, she's got to write, write a, a yeah, check that's right. to the supermarket. She's got to write the check. That's right. <laughs> write the check to the supermarket. Yeah. Like, oh, no. We're not. Is that a checkbook? Oh, God, yeah. no. Checking the name tag of the no. person who's, who's scanning the items. Oh, yeah. Dolores. Hi, Dolores. <laughs> I'm Vivian. Yeah, yeah. This is Brad. Yeah. Yeah, So now they've created their own lane for these people. I'm in favor. I I think it's actually pretty good. I I don't want to be in it, it but I want everybody else to be in it and get the hell out of my way. It gets rid of it. It clears the other lanes. That makes a good point. I'm for it. Yeah, not bad. So my Daily Mail, the Daily Mail kind of, I'm not into it right now because they've been all over these, the princes, Harry and the other guy who married Princess Kate. Who's going to be the pres uh, the uh, the king? Yeah, William, William, right? William, Prince William. Okay, so I'm not. I don't like the princes, <laughs> but now I'm starting to read the prince stories because that's all. This is all. They've been fired up. They've been having like Netflix specials and they're yelling. At, there's a lot of yelling at each other. Really? Um. Yeah. So 
we certainly hear uh, as we drink during the show, we certainly don't uh, encourage use of uh, of. Uh, we kind of encourage the use of alcohol. I was about to say, we, we don't? Yeah. What? No, <laughs> don't. Uh, certainly not hard drugs, okay? So this okay. is a cocaine yes. question, which, you know, hey, why not? Um, we can people's court this uh, sort of. Don't do that whole people's court. Uh, pre- this is too much for that. But uh, Prince Harry apparently did some cocaine, uh, mm. allegedly, mm. Uh, as a young man. And, uh, what? Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. This is according to the Daily Mail. Wow. He actually admitted it in his book, apparently. I don't know. There's a lot with these princes. There's a lot going on. <laughs> if you're a prince, you'd probably end up doing cocaine. You probably do it a lot. I, 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 yeah. I, I, mean, I have never done cocaine, but, but he's known as the party prince, apparently. Uh, oh, anyway, Harry? Here's, oh, for sure. Harry's the party before prince. He got, before he got he's married, right? Yeah, he's the yeah. one married to the. Right, but before he got girl. married, he was. Yeah. He was he's married he was to the at, woman who went to Northwestern. Yeah, and then he went in the. She was did, on Deal or No Deal. Did, <laughs> didn't he go in the military what? too? Didn't he? He was in the military. I, I don't know. That, yeah, there's a lot. Total crap. I, I mean, he, I he was partier. Yeah, he was. Yeah, super right. partier. Yeah, probably listens to the pod. If you he want to be American, to Harry, you want to listen to. The, okay. Anyway, fascinating twist here with the cocaine. He apparently. Okay, so you know his ancestors are all on the money, so he took apparently someone put the line of cocaine down. And he took uh, whatever denomination Queen Elizabeth II is on <laughs> and rolled it up. And right before he did his first line of cocaine, said, hello, granny. <laughs> no, shut <laughs> This is not true. This, this sounds really made up. One yeah, this sounds absurd. It's in the Daily Mail. Oh, well, Mail. the Daily Mail. Oh, that must be true. 100% false. There is hello, no granny. Hello, granny. And then There's snorts no cocaine way. out of her rolled up... <laughs> Freaking Bill. So, no okay, way. don't do cocaine. <laughs> right. I think we all agree. Yeah. start with not, that baseline. Don't do cocaine. I've never done cocaine. Okay, it is not a natty light. Mm-mm. It's going to hit a little harder. Don't do cocaine. But if you could do it through a banknote. <laughs> with your grandma. Of your grandmother on it, and you could say, hello, granny. <laughs> should you... Th- <laughs> Should you then absolutely do cocaine? <laughs> well, of course. The That's answer the to question. this question is, of course, <laughs> if you're given the opportunity, you want to snort cocaine from through a, <laughs> through, through a bill with your grandma's face plastered on it. Well, yes. Yes, absolutely. You know what? My grandma, my grandma, who I showed you all a picture last night, yes, she turned yes. 84, 85. Just a couple of days ago, she went to the New Orleans horse track to bet on the ponies while she was at the horse track, played Boo for money. So she would probably be <laughs> yeah. in favor of snort all you oh, yeah. want from a bill so. with my face on it. There you go. <laughs> so I'm in favor. Of it. If you didn't want me to do it, why'd you put your face on the damn bill? <laughs> yeah, this is on, this is on granny. you, Granny. This, this is Harry on you. This is a badass right there. That's a, that's a nice line. That's, that's a, a good line right Granny's there. fault. It, it is 100% false, but it's a great line. Yeah, that can't be true. Yeah, that can't I be don't, true. You don't know that. That can't be true. I'm going with false. Yeah, I'm going Anyway, I'm going to start reading up on these princes. They're starting to interest <laughs> me a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> great. Good, good to know. <laughs> if you can't tell, we're in it. We're, we're a few in. Okay. It's 418 a.m. Yeah, we, right, we hit the hour mark. All right, we're ready to. It's 118 a.m. We're, we're tapping out. Tapping out. <laughs>
clocking out. <laughs> Thank is... you for listening all the way. Yeah. Uh, game sucked. This pod. Probably <laughs> eh. <laughs> was better than the game. <laughs> can't can't guarantee it. But uh, thanks for listening. Um, we have a lot of fun all off season. So keep listening. Yeah. yeah. Don't go Continue anywhere. Continue to subscribe. Don't leave us. The real the real ones now. That's right. The real ones now. Uh, there's never not news in college football and basketball and whatever else we come up with. These royal family guys are getting really interesting. All right, that's it. Subscribe and all that. Talk to you later.